right, welcome back into the backyard spiral. Um, obviously, Thodge, a lot to cover, mainly the biggest event of of my sports calendar, uh, the yeah. Super Bowl. Um, you know, the Chiefs won uh the Super Bowl, obviously. That's three Super Bowls um for this iteration of the Chiefs with Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the crew. And so they're officially a dynasty. Thought um what do you think about the game? What do you think about the Chiefs at large? Just everything. Yeah, just going into the game, what a crazy game. First off, went to overtime. Both teams had uh, played a heck of a game, but the Chiefs ended up coming on top, obviously because of the boy Patrick Mahomes. And it's just crazy. Going into this game, I thought that there was no way the Niners were going to lose because they just had so many weapons. They have so many great receivers. They have Christian McCaffrey, who's the best non-quarterback in the league. Nick Bosa played a heck of a game. And the Chiefs still, or Patrick Mahomes, still finds a way. And what's crazy about looking at the Chiefs, all season, I was like, this is the Chiefs off year. They're, they're not playing well. They're not doing anything. They're just not making noise. And if you look at the rosters, if you look at the teams on paper, the Chiefs don't even have that great of receivers outside of the one weapon they have, Kelsey. They don't even have that great of a running back compared to C-Mac. They don't even have that great of linebackers, anything, and they still always win. That just shows you how great Patrick Mahomes is. And I don't know if you agree with this, but I was thinking, I think if the Chiefs don't have Patrick Mahomes, I think they are a sub-500 team. They just don't have that great of a team but Patrick Mahomes just makes it a Super Bowl team, which is crazy to even think of. Yeah, I I probably don't disagree with that. I think this year, obviously, they had a great defense. Um, but the NFL more and more is about the offense, right? It's about yeah. if you got the ball and you have 80, 75 yards to go, can you take your team down and score? Um and Pat Mahomes is is the best at that, right? Um, Such who we had on uh, on the pod um, earlier. We'll have him on again for sure. Um, but he asked um, before. I think this might this might have been the first or second week of the playoffs. He asked about the Chiefs, right? And at the time, I said, "Look, I don't think I don't think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl," but. When you have an all-time great, right? Sometimes the all-time greats do this where like you don't they're not expected to win, the team isn't really that great, but they sneak it out, right? Literally. We saw Tom Brady do that with with his Patriots teams um and I think Pat Mahomes is is that way where it's like this year, you know, Travis Kelsey, I, I don't think he had 1000 yards this year. Right, I don't think so either. Um, in seventeen games, not sixteen. Now I know he didn't play the last game, but still, that's the length of the season. Um, he didn't have a thousand yards. Um, they didn't have. They obviously, you know, haven't had Tyreek Hill for the last couple of years. Um, they've really struggled to find another pass catcher. I think Rasheen Rice, um, like he's good, and I think he'll continue to get better, but. Um, he's, he, he isn't like a superstar yet and all yeah. that. Right. And so it's really Pat Mahomes is just the guy you can't really prepare for. Right. Where it's like, 
the way the way like defensive line play and quarterback play works usually or has historically is like when that ball is snapped, right? You either have a three, five, or seven yard drop or a, a seven step drop. And depending on, let's say on average, you have three seconds to throw the ball or the or the you know the the defense is gonna close in. With Pat Mahomes, he's him, you know, I'm sure there 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 are a few other quarterbacks like this in the league, but he's the best at it where it's like usually if it's two and a half seconds, he's gonna extend it to three and a half. Right. Yep. If it's three seconds, he's going to extend it to four seconds. And that one second difference is usually enough to get somebody open. Right. And so. Pat Mahomes is phenomenal. Um, obviously, the ending of the Super Bowl was kind of weird with the overtime rules. Um, I, you know, I didn't I in in the moment, um, I didn't know the Super Bowl new overtime rule. Um, my buddy bought us. Um, who we got to have him on the pod too, but he, uh, he, he, he kind of pointed out, yo, they got new rules this year. I was like, Oh shit. So, um, everybody's been saying the Niners didn't know the overtime rule. Shanahan did unprepared. Yeah. I don't know. He probably knew the overtime rule to be fair to him. (laughs) You know what I mean? He probably knew it too, but I saw that, um, I think it was Chris Jones or one of the defensive players had said like they have had team meetings every single week of the playoffs yeah, yeah, and yeah. twice before the week of the Super Bowl saying this is where we're going to do no matter what. We want them to have the ball first. If they score, we're scoring yeah. going for two. And we're going and for I two. Wish, yeah, 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 exactly. Imagine going and, for two for the Super Bowl. Well, what's his name? Shanahan was like, so he's been trying to defend himself and he's like, I wanted the third possession. And if you listen to Chris I, I, I Jones and if you listen to the the Chiefs, there would have been no third possession. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's one of those things, man. Um, I think a lot of times with coaches and stuff like people throw out like the genius tag and all that. And I'm not saying that he isn't a great coach. Look, he's been to two Super Bowls. I think he is a fantastic coach. But there is something to be said about coaching only takes you so far, then you need the players that are just going to be like the guys that get it done, right? Like Andy Reid has won three Super Bowls now with Patrick Mahomes. But before that, Andy Reid was a guy that I think they went with the Eagles. He went to five NFC championship games and he went to a Super Bowl. Um, And, you know, he lost four NFC championships lost the Super Bowl, and people were like, oh, Andy Reid's a great coach in the regular season. He can't finish the deal, right? And now everybody's like, oh, shit, is Andy Reid, like how (laughs) high up the ladder of greatest coach of all time is Andy Reid, right? And I'm like, well, he's the same coach, right? But it's, I think Andy Reid's genius was going and getting Patrick Mahomes with the 10th overall pick when they had Alex Smith, who's a pro bowl level quarterback, you know, and when people were like, Oh, like, I don't know, this kid hasn't really played in a pro style offense. He doesn't throw the ball um, consistently on balance, all that type of shit. I think his genius was this kid has something special. We need to get him. And then when they did like, just convert that offense to, to really take advantage of him. I think Pat Mahomes is like, you can't say he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, because I think greatest of all time implies career accomplishment. Right? It's true. 
because like you can't you can't measure talent right you can't really measure skills right what you have to go off of is career achievement and you know tom brady achieved more in his career obviously his career was a lot longer so it's like pat mahomes career isn't done yet um you know joe montana terry bradshaw they both have four super bowls I think what kind of sucks is all the players before the Super Bowl era, like they don't get considered, even though they had championships at the time, right? Like uh, Bart Starr, I think, won like five five NFL championships. Two of those were Super Bowls. Um, you know, Otto Graham, all of them, but they don't really get considered, right? So it's like if you say in the Super Bowl era, Tom Brady is obviously the greatest of all time because of what he accomplished in his entire career. But I said this, um, I said this yesterday that if you look at just their first three Super Bowls, right? Yeah. With Brady, it was the Rams, um, the Panthers, and the Eagles, and then with these Mahomes' three. The team, the Chiefs are constructed more around Patrick Mahomes than the first three Super Bowls of the Patriots were constructed around Tom Brady. Right, those teams had phenomenal defenses, um, Hall of Famers: Richard Seymour, Vince Wilfork, Teddy Bruschi. Obviously, he, I mean, I, these these were great players: Rodney Harrison, all those type of dudes, right? And it was kind of like, hey, Tom, we're gonna need you to do two things: never make a mistake, and they're gonna be there's gonna be you know a point in time in every game where you need a drive or you need two drives. Tom, you need to go get it done. And I'm exactly. not, yeah, I'm not hating on Tom Brady because Tom Brady got it done, right? They won the three Super Bowls, but, um, it, but I think these Chiefs teams are more reliant on the greatness and just go make a play, right? Nobody's open. Go run for 25 yards and first down type of thing. And Patrick Mahomes has delivered. So I think Patrick Mahomes is probably. Yeah, I've been watching football since the early 2000s, obviously, since I was a kid. Um, I'm not going to act like I'm some expert in quarterback play, but like, I think Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback that I've seen. You know, him and Peyton Manning in terms of, but their games are different, right? Peyton was just like, he's going to call his own plays. He's going to throw it. He can't run for shit. Um, Pat Mahomes is, uh, obviously, he doesn't call his own plays, but he is incredible at, he can make a big play like Josh Allen, but then he can also take what the defense gives him like Tom Brady was so good at. And he doesn't have the running ability of like Lamar, but he does a great job of if he needs a six yard run, he's going to get seven. If he needs a 10 yard run, he's going to get 12. So I'm excited to see, you know, obviously I'm a Seahawks fan, so I want the Seahawks to get back to that (laughs) level, but yeah. I'm excited to see where um, Patrick Mahomes' career continues to go and how, uh, you know, if he's able to con- sustain success and get there to five, six, seven Super Bowls. Obviously, seven is a huge number. I think it's going to be very difficult. But I think legitimately, if he gets to five, you can probably start having that conversation of, is he the GOAT? Five is a crazy number. And you said as well, being in the AFC, 
as a Bengals fan, we know that we're going to have to go through the Chiefs if we want to even accomplish anything. And that just sucks because he's already got three. He's shown no signs of slowing down. And while we're talking about Super Bowl as well, I kind of want to talk about the other side of things with the 49ers and how their stars, kind of like how we said that the Chiefs in the regular season, they just weren't how Kelsey wasn't playing that great. Kelsey in the Super Bowl had not a touchdown, but he had nine receptions for 93 yards. He was making the big catches when they were needed, and he was making the big plays when they were needed. And the guy who led the Chiefs, in rushing yards was Patrick Mahomes with 66 yards. And that's just a stat that goes under the covers and no one really talks about. So that's just crazy how they got better. And on the other side of things, the Niners kind of got worse, except for Christian McCaffrey, besides the one fumble that he had. Because Ayuk didn't make that many plays. Debo didn't make that many plays. The Chiefs defense just felt so prepared. The one guy that was randomly making plays was Jawan Jennings, who I had never even heard his name before that. Legit. too much being called and he balled out and christian mccaffrey for the chiefs he had 80 yards rushing and 80 yards receiving so he was that team's offense if they wanted to go and get a drive if they want to do anything it was through him so my question to you kind of now is what do we think about brock purdy i had my doubts but i thought he was better I thought he was better than the media was giving him credit for. They were saying that he wasn't reliant, couldn't go deep. But seeing the Super Bowl, he just didn't make any spectacular play. He just didn't do anything that was like he – I think if the Niners have a better level quarterback, even if it's just slightly better, who can make those deeper throws, who can extend the play, get out of the pocket, I think they win the game. I think that's a good question. I First of all, I want to say before we get there, I want to shout out Chris Jones who had a great game for the Chiefs, and I want to shout out a UW um, alum, Trent McDuffie, who was one-on-one -on -one with um, Debo Samuel for most of the game, and he locked his ass up. Uh, <laughs> so shout out Trent McDuffie. Now, to your question about Brock Purdy. Um, he won't be considered a guy that can win the Super Bowl until and if he ever does. You get yeah. what I mean? So John Elway, um, who's considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, in his last two seasons in the NFL, won back-to-back -back Super Bowls. Before that, John Elway went to three Super Bowls. He lost all three, um, mostly in like spectacular fashion. It was like disastrous. It was blowouts. <laughs> and people were like, oh, they said the same things about him right like oh he can't like he's a great regular season quarterback he gets stats all that but he just he's not joe montana he's not winning the super bowl right so first of all nobody considers you a super bowl winning type of quarterback until you win the super bowl unless you look a certain way right like people will say it about josh allen oh, josh allen's second best quarterback in the league i'm like shit every time he has a big game he loses Right. People people talk about Justin Herbert that way. They talk yeah. about Justin Herbert like he's that guy. Did they make the playoffs this year? Nope. So shut up about being that guy. <laughs> and and you know what? You want to talk about stacked teams? I don't know. The char Chargers, at least offensively, have a pretty good roster. Right? Even defensively, they have a really good roster. What? They're not winning, right? 
So I think it's like a lot of times with the media and all that, they want you to look a certain type of way and play a certain type of way, right? Like, think about it. People are like, Lamar can't get the job done. I'm like, no, Lamar hasn't gotten the job done. Yes, can't but... implies he has an inability to do that. If the guy has two regular season MVPs, okay, he can play quarterback well enough to win the Super Bowl. Now, the fact that they haven't is, I'm not going to say it's he's totally without blame, but I'm, I'm I'm what I'm saying is it's not because he doesn't have the ability; it's because he just hasn't done it yet. It's not because his style can't get it done or anything like that, right? Like, think about Dan Marino is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, never won a Super Bowl because a lot goes into it, right? So the same thing with Brock Purdy is like, is Brock Purdy um, Patrick Mahomes? Absolutely not, right? But is back, okay, like, is Brock Purdy better than Dak Prescott? I'd say probably, right? Because like conversation, yeah. Could, but Okay, that's a conversation, right? At least. Yeah. And people think of uh, Dak Prescott as a top 10 quarterback. There are only five or four of those dudes in the league that you're like, oh, like this guy can put on the Superman cape or has that ability and get it done. Pat Mahomes at the top of that list. I don't want to hear all these dumbass people. At one point, they were saying Joe Burrow. At one point, say they were saying... Um, uh uh Josh Allen all that no since Patrick Mahomes has entered the league started playing he's been the best quarterback the best player in the league period Joe Joe Burrow I think is that guy that can put on that superman cape get the job done he's obviously had some injury problems Josh Allen I'll throw him in there I'll say Josh Allen yeah is a guy that can make you plays when you need the those plays made and then the 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 last one is a toss up for me though I put up I put up Lamar Jackson, right? And so those are four guys. Right? Pat, Joe, Lamar, and uh Josh Allen. Those are the four guys to me that are clearly better than Brock Purdy and players like that. Everybody else is like if you if you want to replace um Brock Purdy, who are you replacing him with? The Bengals are going to yeah. trade Joe Burrow? No. So that's the thing is like this whole narrative, like this guy can't get it done. Wow. Really? You can see the future and you know, this guy will never win the Super Bowl. Get out of here with all that. That's true. He played well. I mean, like, look, he didn't play like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Right. He played well in the Super Bowl. I mean. At some point, guys like Ayuk and Debo are supposed to be considered great. Well, then get open. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it was a really good game to watch. And kind of like we had said, it just was highlighted by the star players. I'm excited to get into next season as well. I feel like everybody gets a fresh start. Kind of like you said, people coming back from injuries. Like I, my boy Joe, uh, some new people in new places. We'll see what the Bears do as well. I know that's a tough situation. I think they should keep fields and draft Marvin Harrison, but there's a lot of talks of them sending Justin Fields to Pittsburgh, which I would not be a fan of, and taking Caleb Williams, which I know we talked about in the past, where there's no guarantee. How do you guarantee that he's going to be better than Fields? Because it's a whole other level of players you're playing against, a whole other league. So I think the Bears should keep him, but that's a topic for another time. And so we'll see how it kind of goes with that. But I kind of want to dip into um, 
the boys overseas as well. Shout them out. I just one thing before we go over to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say for the NFL draft that I read some dude somewhere, um, and he was like basically we all know that the quarterback position is the most important position in football. And if you don't have the right quarterback, you're never really going to win. Right. He's like, (laughs) he was like, I don't know why teams like the bears who need a quarterback. Don't just take quarterback with the first, like with, with every pick of their draft (laughs) and just be like competition. Right. I don't know if Justin Fields, that guy, I don't know if Caleb Williams, that guy, I don't know if Drake may Jaden Daniels, or that guy. Shit, maybe Michael Penix is that guy. I draft them all. Be like, yo, y'all go play. I'll pick one, Call trade style. the rest of y'all. So that I thought was interesting. Obviously, that'll never happen, but you know, it was a good point of like, yo, if you need a quarterback, why do teams keep dry, trying to get like, you know, a nickel corner in the first round? Like, get that shit out of here, man. Yeah. Try to figure out a quarterback first. Um, but all right, have said that. Uh, tell me about Liverpool. Tell me about the boys. Yeah. So right now we're number one in the league still, but we're hanging on by a thread. Barely hanging on. We got we got Man City one win away from us. We got Arsenal one win a game from us. And Arsenal's playing lights out. They actually beat us a few games ago, 3-1. And so they're playing very well. Liverpool has had a bunch of young guys playing well too. And um Darwin Nunez for us has been playing really good the past few weeks. He he seems to be getting almost a goal every go, and he's just the the kind of guy that we keep sending out deep, and we just kind of keep the defenses on their toes. So he's been a big key to our success. Obviously, the boy uh, Mo Salah has been playing well. Our defense as well. It's just we gotta start winning these big games. We've I've kind of mentioned in podcasts we have a tendency to start very poorly, and that's kind of what where we shot ourselves in the foot. We start, we go down 0-1-0-2 by halftime and we fight back to a tie. Or in the case of the Arsenal game, we go down and we just can't fight back at all. So I'm just hoping that we're able to get quicker starts, especially it being uh, Jurgen Klopp's last year. I want to start getting some wins on the board for the boy. And I know this is our first season as fans, but it's we only have a few months left. It's February now, and the season's going to end May, June. So I'm just hoping we can finish it kind of how we started, keep all that going. I don't know how much, like, Klopp's decision to leave is affecting the team. Um, I don't know how much, like, players are looking ahead and stuff like that. But, I mean, yeah, we kind of knew going in, you know, even till this point, I think Liverpool has been a slight overachiever. Like I think everybody thought Liverpool should finish top four um, this year, but but they've been a slight overachiever with um, you know having having the lead in terms of points thus far in the, in the Premier League. Um, it'll it'll be cool to see them hang on and actually win the league. That that'd be amazing. Exactly, um, but. You know, like you said, Arsenal's been playing very well. Arsenal's been on a tear. Um, you know, Holland is probably the best player in England. And so when you have a team with the best player, I think obviously Pep, I'm a huge fan of Pep Guardiola as a coach. Um, so when you have him 
and they've done it before, Man City is is really going to cause us problems moving forward in terms of they're coming, right? Um, they they finally started to get healthy, and they're they're coming for us. Arsenal, um, as I mentioned, they're great. So it's, I definitely, I I you know, the good thing is I think we'll finish top four going forward. We'll play Champions League next year, all that type of stuff. But I think winning would be amazing. That's my only thought. We have young guys that are playing well. Um, hopefully it's just kind of like you know a slight slump, and then we get we we get back to to the winning ways, but. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I think it's a long season, so it's okay to kind of have those exactly like, or it's like natural to have those slumps where like, you know, people, um, like maybe the players get a little complacent or whatever, but, um, yeah, I think, I think we need to finish strong for sure and, and send Klopp out with a, a title. That'd be amazing. Exactly. And another thing I kind of want to add is uh, right now we're in the EFL Cup final as well. And that's going to be on February 24th. So we made it all the way to the final. And we're going to be playing Chelsea, who is also who's having kind of a down year to their terms. Hopefully we can get some more wins like that, win some cups. And kind of like you mentioned, just get a rhythm going for the last few months and just really finish on top and just finish at our best because... Man City and Arsenal aren't going anywhere. They're still going to nope. keep firing, so we just got to keep on pace with them. All right. the The last thing I kind of want to touch on, um, obviously the NBA season is now kind of coming into its own. Right, football's over. Um, the NBA season is what I'm focused on. Uh, I have to say, I was dead wrong. Um, at the start of the year. I said I had the Bucks. Um, the Bucks are playing like absolute shit. And Doc Rivers, I don't know why the hell they hired Doc Rivers. They've sucked since he's gotten there. Didn't they get blown? I think they got blown out the other night by like 30-something. Um, they did. I think it was to the Nets. Yeah, it, it was a bad loss uh, is all I know. And so... I was dead wrong about the Bucks. I think the East um, is probably going to be the Celtics, especially with the Joel Embiid injury. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the, the I think the Celtics are comfortably going to come out of um, the Eastern Conference, and I think I have to say, out West, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta uh, give my respect to the L.A. Clippers who've been playing phenomenal basketball. I have to give my respect to the Timberwolves, who have been doing a great job as well. I think they've been the number one seed the entire season thus far. Um, And even the the Suns have started to play very good basketball. Um, I think they should bring uh, Bradley Beal off the bench. But um, other than that, I think they've been playing very good basketball. So out west, I think, is going to be a lot more competitive. it sucks. The Lakers are complete dog shit. Um, you know, the Warriors are done. Um, That's I feel yeah. so bad for Clay Thompson, who, you know, hasn't been playing down the stretch in the clutch. He's been shooting like 37% from, from three, which, you know, for anybody else, that'd be pretty good. But, I mean, we're used to seeing him shoot 43. Um, exactly. And so, yeah, I think it's just a changing of the guard. Obviously, the Nuggets are the Nuggets. I think they're kind of one of those teams is like, you know what? We're going to cruise into the playoffs. And then in the playoffs, we'll see if you can guard Jokic, you know? 
Um, exactly. And so I, th I think it'll be exciting in the West. Um, the trade deadline was pretty quiet. I don't think anybody really, you know, Pascal Siakam went to, to Indiana earlier, but I don't think any big moves really happened. Um, I was waiting for the Bucks to make, try to make a move. Um, obviously they got Pat Beverly, but I don't think that's going to, that, that, that's not going to do too much for them. So I think it is what it is now. I think the East is, uh, it, it's up to the Celtics, uh, to win it. You know, it's, it's theirs to lose. Um, and the West is a little bit wide open. I still like the Nuggets. Um, but I think I think the team that's going to be closest in terms of like being able to contend with them is going to be actually the Clippers. Um, I think the Clippers have a lot. Um, James Harden's been very good in his role. He isn't shooting as much, obviously, with Kawhi and PG. Um, he's been able to dish the ball, play more of that point guard spot. And even um, my boy Russell Westbrook has been great in his role, just like an absolute dog, 24-7, just downhill player. I love Russell Westbrook. Shout out. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think now it'll be interesting to get into the flow of basketball, start watching these games, every game, game in and game out, um, and, and start figuring out, okay, like this team does this really well or that team does that really well. Um, so, yeah, uh, just kind of ending up on that. Um, obviously the biggest thing we were going to talk about today was going to be the Super Bowl. Um, do you have any, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, just before we go, I was going to say, kind of like you said, I fully agree with your, uh, breakdown of the West of how the Clippers have been great this year. The Timberwolves teams we weren't expecting, they're playing well and how I fully agree. It's been dominated by the Celtics thus far. They're blowing out people. I remember checking the score yesterday and they were up like 40, 50 points and someone, 50 but they're up like 30 40 points on somebody i was like wow like they're firing on all cylinders offensively but i want to give a quick shout out to my cleveland cavaliers who have won 18 out of their last 20 games and they've beaten some great opponents we beat the clippers we beat the suns we beat the kings and we look like we can just take on anybody right now and it's all thanks to the man donovan mitchell who's been dropping 40 point games like it's nothing and our supporting cast with Mobley, Allen, all playing their roles. Jared Allen's been getting double-doubles every game. Mo Mobley the other day had like four blocks. We're just playing really well, and we're playing together is the most important thing. We're kicking out to our shooters. Shout out Struess and Sam Merrill, who, were, who have been great surprises this year, playing really well. So I think the Eastern Conference is going to be a closer battle than people realize because the Cavs – just didn't start off that hot. I, I think I saw a stat where after um after December twentieth, we've had the best record in the NBA. It's just before that we we had a sub five hundred record. We're just weren't playing well, and now we kind of got messed with the new pieces, and we're kind of getting a hold of that. And we'll kind of see what happens with the Bucks. The Knicks are kind of hanging in there with Brunson playing really well, and the Pacers. We'll see. That's a team with some new pieces too. I think they could. Um, make some noise as well but I'm excited to see what happens post all-star break and with the beginning of the playoffs I'm hoping we have we can make a few runs and I'm excited for the playoffs absolutely I think I just want to say for your Cavs um, and for the Knicks I think both those teams are really really good but I don't think they're legitimate 
finals contenders. Um, we've seen Donovan Mitchell have great success in the regular season before. Um, in the playoffs, playoffs is about matchups, and I think, yes. you know, Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs is going to get his. He's going to get his 25 to 30 points. But it's like, yo, are you giving up 30 points to to Jalen Brown? Right? That's a problem. Um, and I, 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 think I don't think he's a good defensive gonna make the player. Difference. What was that? I think our bigs are going to make the difference. I think the Mobley-Allen combo is something that the Celtics can't guard because Porzingis isn't that great of a defender. I think that's where we're going to out-rebound him. That's where we're going to... That's what we're going to make our money, our second chance points. That's yeah. what we really excel at. You have to make your money on those second chance points. Um, offensive rebounds are tough. Not giving up second chance, point, chance points is, is really important as well. So defensively, I think you'll be fine there, but you got to prove it, right? Because didn't you guys lose exactly. the Knicks last year? Um, exactly. You basically we had the bounced. same roster. So you got to prove it. Same thing with the Knicks. I just don't think the Knicks have enough talent, honestly. <laughs> Um, I think they're playing great. I think, um, coach Tibbs, um, is absolutely maximizing their talent. And I think, um, um, Jalen Brunson's a legitimate all-star legitimate. Probably he's going to be, you know, third team all NBA or something. I think he's legit, but I think they're probably down one player. They probably need one guy who's like, can go get a bucket. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, all right, we're we're gonna wrap it up there. Um, tune in. Um, hope hopefully you guys tune into the next one. Peace.